Are you interested in playing a bigger role in your own life? What is your mission in life? And what's standing in the way of your getting there? Welcome to Mission to Millions with Michelle McCullough. In our program, we will share life stories, ideas, and business insights that help you step into this bigger role and achieve your own success. Now, here is your host, Michelle McCullough. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Mission to Millions Radio. I'm your host, Michelle McCullough, speaker, author, business growth coach, and former NASA rocket scientist. And we have with us today my guest, Sonia Trejo, and our topic is From Burnout to Breakthrough, Simple Strategies for Creating Greater Work-Life Balance, where we're going to explore the transformational benefits to your career, your health, and your relationships of creating greater work-life balance and the debilitating consequences if you don't. Well, again, my guest is Sonia Trejo. She's an integrative health and wellness life coach, master core energy leadership coach, a motivational speaker, and an author. Her expertise is in helping overachievers rise and thrive from burnout to breakthrough in life and business. Her story alone will inspire you to shift your priorities. Well, welcome, Sonia. Really happy to have you on the show today. Thank you, Michelle. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Well, I'm glad you had the time. And I am just really excited about our show today because you do. You have such an amazing story. And I believe it's one that many um, would actually describe as pretty miraculous. But, (laughs) (laughs) But before we dive into your story, I would actually like to dive into our topic of burnout and the necessity Mm -hmm. for creating greater work-life balance. Because I've seen statistics, and they show that workplace-related stresses are the number one source leading to mental and physical burnout, and it's just getting worse. So much so that I read something the other day that the number of adults reporting high degrees of job-related stress alone has increased from 73% to 83%, a 10% jump in just the last year alone. And it even shows that this is happening to our today's children, our teens, that they're even more stressed than adults. I saw yes, one article that actually, yeah, I mean, I even saw one article that stated the anxiety levels of the average high schooler today are as high as that of the average psychiatric patient in the early 50s. That's just astounding. Yes, it is. It's, it's, it's a little, uh, yes, it's disarming. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I believe most people are aware that, you know, as individuals in society, that we really are experiencing an increasing and, you know, just unbelievable amount of stress in today's world. Um, But I'm sure that many aren't really aware of the signs and symptoms of burnout and how it's affecting their relationships, their careers and their health. And I'd like from your own experience, um, you know, working with your clients and even your own personal experience If you could share with our listeners some of the more common and even not so common signs of burnout. Well, as as you mentioned, um, burnout is 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 a state of chronic stress, Mm -hmm. and that leads to physical and emotional exhaustion. Uh, It can lead to cynicism and detachment, and especially in, in entrepreneurs, well, Across the board, it, it leads to feelings of ineffectiveness and lack mm-hmm. of accomplishment. 
And I find that especially true for entrepreneurs. And, um, yeah, those of us in, in, and, and even more so women, stress is the number one cause of most illnesses in this country. That's how powerful it is. And, um, symptoms of, of burnout, uh, can be chronic fatigue, insomnia, forgetfulness, um, impaired concentration and attention. Um, the physical symptoms may include chest pain, heart palpitations, gastrointestinal symptoms, headaches, migraines. It, the list goes on and on. <laughs> it just can increase and deplete your entire immune system. Wow. Man, I mean, you kind of just covered like a whole smorgasbord there that kind of, you know, like literally like take your pick. And it's like, it sounds like it could be caused by stress. Pretty much. Because what happens is that when when we get into stressful situations, your brain, um, your brain's function is to protect you. Mm-hmm. And there is that, there is that fight or flight. So... Ah. Yes, uh, it's it's not it's no wonder that it is the number one cause of most most illnesses in this country. I think no, worldwide, no. actually. Yeah, I believe you're. I mean, I can see that. And I mean, something you just said about the whole like you know how we, our brain, and then we go into this flight or fight mode, and you know when you're in that kind of a state, it's really hard to you know, focus and accomplish the things that you would like to and just, you know, show up and be the person you want to be. Um, (laughs) It's like, I I mean, I see this could be a huge topic, (laughs) but... Yes, it can be. I mean, we can go. I've been teaching this and working with clients in this this arena for so many years and, and, and through my own experiences, but the bottom line is that when your body becomes depleted, Mm-hmm. Your immune system becomes weakened, making you more vulnerable to illnesses. And and it's not like the flu. Stress is not like the flu. It doesn't just go away. Right. You can't just, you know, you can medicate, but that just masks the deeper issues. Yeah, I, it, it's kind of interesting. I'm, I'm getting this um, vision of, well, you know how they call like things like, diabetes or you know heart problems high blood pressure kind of like the silent killer mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's sounding like stress is a silent killer in the sense of not only can it deplete us and physically lead to potentially something that kind of you know like heart problems or high blood pressure or something that could kill you literally it's also like a killer of dreams because you can't really put your energy on what it is you want to be doing. And it's so true, Michelle. And, and it, yourself with your background from rocket scientist yeah. to, <laughs> <and> yeah. to <laughs> entrepreneur, um, I think the bigger issue is that most people, most of us, fall into that burnout and stress, and we're not even aware of it because it becomes our norm. Well, that, that was kind of where I was about to go, and I'm glad you brought yeah. that up because, I mean, I know I've been there a few times in my life, and in fact, because I personally was under so much stress from a very young age because of life circumstances, literally, I actually had a friends in college who told me, oh, 
Michelle, you thrive on stress. And I look at him like, huh? Like, what are you talking about? What stress? Like, I didn't even know what stress was. You know, to me, it was, like you said, it was the norm. And it was so much so the norm that I couldn't even, I, I didn't even know what it meant to be stressed. So I, I can see how today in today's world, you know, a lot, a lot of people, we, it, and it's kind of like it creeps up on us too, you know, because it's little by little by little more and more pressure. And so for many of us, they see us going into this space of we just don't realize the degree of stress we're under. Exactly. And what happens is that we can, I hear somebody say, oh, I'm really exhausted today. Mm-hmm. Or something's, you know, I, I ha- I'm having such a hard time digesting my food and I've got a stomach ache. It, it manifests in so many different ways. And in the medical community, uh, it's just given a title. It's given a, um, a specific uh, depression or anxiety or um, chronic fatigue, uh, irritable bowel syndrome. We have all of these medical terms for it that mm-hmm. then gets medicated as opposed to really educating. Oh, wow. I love it when you say that word, educating. Just yeah. gave me shivers. Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but it did. <laughs> Actually, I probably do know why. Um, well, anyway... It sounds like you're already leading into my next question and that because it sounds like you just touched on it anyway is, you know, but can you share a little bit more about how all of this stress and the symptoms of burnout, not only that they're impacting our lives, I think we've touched on that quite a bit there, but, but how is it affecting us not only individually, but collectively? Well, collectively, individually, we've, we've touched on that. I mean, right. the most common is exhaustion, chronic fatigue, and insomnia, uh, forgetfulness, uh, and all of the physical aspects of it as well. And all of that is going to then um, spill out to your environment. I mean, it's mm-hmm. taken and we're, we're drawing it in from our environment for, by just what our interpretations are of what's happening around us. But when we become stressed and fatigued and forgetful, it starts to affect not only our business life, but our personal life. And it affects the, the family unit. It affects mm-hmm. relationships all the way around. So as uh, an individual, what you're, however you are feeling or um, manifesting stress is going to affect not just you, but your entire environment. And so culturally, imagine that. Uh, I just got like shivers again. (laughs) Exactly. I I mean, it's true. I mean, and, and another thing that we've gotten so accustomed to is the media and what we're fed every day. There's, there's not a good news station (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> constantly negative news that we are bombarded with on a daily basis. So it comes to us from all angles. And the biggest, the most important thing is to become aware of it. Yeah. No, no, I'm seeing now, I mean, even more clearly, I mean, I guess I've seen it largely, but I would love for our listeners to really see this picture. And if we personally are under stress, and if every single 
person virtually that we meet is under stress. I mean, if we go back to those statistics where it said like 83% are reporting high degrees of stress in the last year. And I'm like, if that's just those that are reporting, you know, that's a hugely, you know, just incredibly huge number that are actually reporting. Um, And if we take each of those individually and we look at that and then we put it together and we're all in a room together, it's like, fireworks not in a good way (laughs) yes yes one of my one of my mentors has a great example of it and she says if you sit next to a person who is depressed are their shoulders up or down down. is their vision forward or down down right it shows up physiologically emotionally and mentally and if you sat next to a person that is depressed within a short period of time your body language will match theirs oh yeah and if we got a whole room full of depressed people (laughs) even it doesn't even have to be a room full of depressed people but think about a workplace and think about how we're doing this individually think about a family unit if a mom and dad is coming home and they are depressed or they are stressed out and they cannot, uh, they're not aware of it because it's become their norm, how does that affect the family unit? How does it then affect the children? I mean, most of us have experienced that. The children right. start to take on the very same symptoms as their parents. Oh, wow. So it's like this constant constant perpetuation. It is. And so, you know, as adults, we tend to fall into the pack of whatever is happening within the workplace. And then it becomes the norm. And that's when, that's when the problems really start. That's when the challenges, because then you no, no longer realize that this is an issue. You no longer, no longer aware of it because all the symptoms can individually be diagnosed. And you walk around saying, oh, I have this or I have that or I'm taking medication for this or taking medication for that. When in fact, we actually have the power to choose otherwise. Wow. So, Sonia, um, again, <laughs> your story alone, which I know our listeners don't know yet, but I would love for if, if you could share a little bit very quickly. And, you know, after our break, we'll go into it some more. But, um, you know, in my opinion, your story alone has the power to like reignite hope in those who may have just resigned themselves to their circumstances. So if you could like maybe in about a couple of minutes here, literally about two minutes, just quickly share (laughs) your own experience with burnout and you know, how did it manifest for you? Well, for me, it started way back when I was a kid actually, because it was, it was, very typical of, of my father worked really hard, my mother worked hard, and coming home and they were stressed out. We, we inherit a lot of what we experience as adults. And so in 1995, I was at the peak of my career. I was a very successful fashion designer. I was athletic. I was martial artist. And just months of marrying the love of my life, and then I started to lose vision in my left eye. And found out through all various tests that I I was diagnosed with MS. 
Oh, wow. But this was, but I was at the height. This was like the best time of my life. I was like, how is this possible? But Mm -hmm. it was the stress factors that led to that were cumulative. Yeah. And I could rationalize all of the symptoms. But essentially, I was told by three different neurologists that I would be in a wheelchair and blind within 10 years. Wow. And the stress factor from that alone, within four months, I started manifesting everything they told me would happen. I started losing mobility in my right leg. I was running a division for a Fortune 500 company, and I could not recall conversations from five minutes earlier. I had to start recording all the meetings. And the fatigue was so debilitating, Michelle, that on my seven-and-a-half-mile drive home, Mm -hmm. I would quite often have to pull over to the side of the road because I was falling asleep behind the wheel. Wow. Well, after our break, I'd really love to hear a little bit more about that and how you turned it around because I know you had a miraculous recovery and turnaround. So literally, again, for our listeners here, um, Sonia has an amazing story. So really, please stay tuned because after the break, she's going to be sharing a lot of strategies about how not only she healed herself, but that you can create more work-life balance in your own life. And um, not only that, but Increase your own body's ability to heal and reignite your passion for life. I'm your host, Michelle McCullough, and you're listening to Mission to Millions Radio, so stay tuned after the break. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. When you make decisions, do you ever find yourself in doubt? Are you trying to figure out what's right with you? Are you ready to truly change your life? Listen for the Access Consciousness Radio Show with the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Heer. Consciousness is all about including everything and judging nothing. Our program will help you break free from your personal limitations and enhance positive change in all areas of your life. Tune in to Access Consciousness, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening. 
listening to Mission to Millions with Michelle McCullough. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to radio at michellemcullough.com. Now, back to this week's show. Well, welcome back to Mission to Millions Radio with Michelle McCuller, where my guest Sonia Trejo and I are discussing From Burnout to Breakthrough, Simple Strategies for Creating Greater Work-Life Balance. Well, Sonia, I'm still inspired by your story in terms <laughs> of what occurred in all, and since I know you personally, you know, at least a little bit, and I've seen the miraculous change in your life and where you are and you're not at all like in a wheelchair or blind. <laughs> so, no. um, you know, I'm actually on the edge of my seat wondering how you made such a miraculous recovery. And I'd really love if you shared more of your secrets with our audience. Okay, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it, this, this miraculous story is, is actually so simple um, in many ways because I was at the bottom of the barrel and I was spiraling downward after this diagnosis and to the point where I had come home and, and told my fiance at the time, he didn't have to go through with the wedding. Mm -hmm. This is not what you signed up for. And fortunately he declined my offer. So (laughs) what happened was that for me, one, I have a very dear friend who had um, gone to medical school and then decided that she wanted to uh, do oriental medicine instead. She wanted to have a more holistic approach to helping people achieve their optimal life. Well, she was working with me one day, and I was having a major pity party on her table. Mm. And she looked at me straight in the eyes, and without a flinch, she just said, let me tell you something, my dear, Statistics are based on a quarter of the 7 billion people on this planet. So you have a choice. You can either choose to heal or you can choose to be a statistic. It's your choice. I will always be so grateful to my friend Rochelle for that because not only did it, did that hold my attention, but it solidified my intentions to this day. And I realized that for me, the only way that I could get through that debilitating fear was to get as smart as I could about what was actually happening in my body. And I delved into neurosciences. I needed to understand what was happening in my brain. Because Mm -hmm. at that time, and it's been 21 years, every neurologist I saw, well, three out of four all said to me, once there's damage in your brain, that's it. Sorry. Today, everybody's talking about brain science and neuroscience and how your brain has the ability to reconfigure or be plastic to promote healing. Right. And how does that happen? It starts by your self-talk. starts by the stories you're feeding yourself. So I needed to stop seeing myself as being in a wheelchair and blind. I, I ate pretty healthy, but I, I realized then even more so that not only what you put into your body nutritionally, but what you put into your body through your thoughts, emotionally, mentally, and physically, all affects your overall health. 
And yeah. that was when the journey started for me. Well, it's actually and, very powerful, and I find it quite interesting because it was actually the title of the first chapter of the book I wrote several years ago <laughs> about <laughs> the choosing to heal. Although I was yeah. not speci- specifically talking about physical healing as much I was more mental healing um, from traumas and abuses and other things. But still, it was, you know, it's the whole choice, and we do have that choice. And thankfully, science has chosen or has shown that our brains are more plastic and, you know, have that ability to heal. In fact, I know a guy who completely through his thoughts, who was paralyzed, you know, like from the neck down that they said would never walk again, that he healed himself almost completely as a small amount of issue in one hand, you know, where it's Mm not a hundred percent, but that's the only thing. The rest of his body is fully healed. And Anyway, so, I mean, this is a topic we could go on, God, many shows, you know, a whole full series on. But, you know, since we do just have a limited amount of time, um, can you dive into that a little bit more? And just maybe some very simple and effective steps or strategies that people could take around their thoughts and other actions to help reduce the stress, create that greater work-life balance, and really reignite their passion for life. Sure. Um, The first thing is that make this, you know, decide what it is that you would like to create in your life. Seriously. I mean, and people, people always have those as goals, but really what are the actions that you can take every day to achieve those goals? And that just, that doesn't only include, um, well, it includes three things. It's it, it, well, several things. <laughs> One is what you say to yourself on a daily basis. So if I'm getting up every morning and saying, "Oh my God, I'm so tired," mm-hmm. or I have such a hard day today, it's going to be such a crazy day today. Guess what? I'm already created a crazy day where you're tired. Except the power of the language that you speak, and the power of the language that you speak will have effect on your body. So if I'm telling myself every day, uh, my shoulders are going to be hunched over when I'm sitting behind the computer, I'm not going to be eating healthy. Most people have, why do you think they have snack machines in the office? They don't want you to go out. <laughs> A lot of companies are changing that. But decide what it is. And, and I'm a big fan of creating um, strategies and, and helping people write out where they would like to be, where they see themselves, what, what, what do they want to achieve in a year, five years, ten years. Mm-hmm. And then start from there. And then what are the things that you have to do every day to start preparing for that? And the very first thing, I always tell my people, my, everybody, and I do it myself, every morning when I wake up, I practice gratitude. Mm. And every night before I go to bed, I practice gratitude. When I was in, in the crux of my illness, Sometimes all I could think to be grateful for was a hot shower at day's end. Can you share a little bit about that? Because I know I've used gratitude in my own life in a very powerful way. Again, another chapter in my book, but that's another story. Um, But can you share with our listeners how they can use gratitude and the power of it? It's very easy, and we, we, we live in a society where it's, it's the norm to talk about how difficult life is, mm-hmm. especially in today's world. 
there's so much going on externally and that we can get so caught up in that. But when you go into gratitude and you start finding the things that you can be grateful for, and it doesn't have to be a big major thing. Like I said, there were times when all I could find to be grateful for was a hot shower, days in, a roof over my head. Thank you for the food in front of me. Thank you that I have friends. Thank you for anything and everything. It doesn't have to be a big thing. And people always feel that it has to be like a major thing. It doesn't. Mm. I really ask, I really encourage my clients to go out and be of service in the community. I used to do a lot of work on Skid Row here in Los Angeles mm-hmm. and, and work with a lot of homeless children and orphanages. And when I, when I would go there, it changed my entire perspective because we have more to be grateful for than we can possibly not. Even my clients that had difficulty walking, what can you be grateful for right now? Mm-hmm. Right now in a moment. I generally give my clients, the homework that I give them is, is gratitude. Find something to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. An affirmation statement if anything that follows I am is powerful, it's what your brain creates for you. Mm-hmm. And then follow it by a question. Mm, and what kind of question? Can change your entire life. Okay, so we've got gratitude. We've got I gratitude, am statements. An affirmation and, statement. And then the last one question. again was so, the question. So question. can you share a little bit more about the question? So many times when people start gratitude statements, it, it, they, it, it's not just saying it, but just really feeling it as mm-hmm. well. It's not just what you speak, but it's, it's your body language, it's your physiology and your mentality as well. So when you find something to be grateful for and then you follow by an affirmation, I am are the two most powerful words that you can ever speak. And whatever follows I am is what you create. Spiritually, universal, university, new, universally, (laughs) tongue tied. Um, And so many times what I hear was like, well, I don't really believe it. Right. So there's two things that can happen when you say an I am statement. If you don't really believe it, then you're incongruent. On the flip side, the more you repeat it, the more you start to retrain your brain to believe it. Yeah. And I know some of the people I've worked with and, on this whole I am and affirmations as well is, you know, they've suggested that if you have that incongruence where you don't believe it is to start out with, I am in the process of whatever it is until you do believe it. Exactly. But then when you follow it with a question, so let's say, tell me, tell me an affirmation that perhaps you didn't believe when you first started. Mm. Let's see. I've probably had less problems with them than a lot of people, but. Um. <laughs> so let's, let's use the example of I am perfect health. Mm-hmm. And I would do that all the time. Every day in my journal, I would write I am perfect health, whether I believed it or not, especially if I, when I was losing mobility in my leg. So I am perfect health. I would follow it with a question if I, if I were to do that today, and this is what I say to my clients as well. Follow it with a question. 
like, how can I achieve optimal health today? Ah, okay. Because if you think about it, the word question starts with quest. And it automatically triggers your mind into searching for an answer. Searching for a solution. Whatever question we answer, I mean, I mean, ask, I mean, yeah, our brains are just wired exactly. to, they will find an answer. doesn't matter what the question exactly. is, they're going to find an answer. So it's the language, it's the language that we speak, not just verbally, but physiologically, mentally, and emotionally, that, can, that create the most remarkable changes in our life. Yeah, I, I'm going to switch this just a little bit because it'll give it kind of a different tangent. You know, we're talking a lot about health here, um, mm-hmm. but I want to actually use like a something financially related as an example. Okay. You know, like okay. you know, somebody says like I'm financially free and they don't believe it. Um, it seems like or they're struggling, you know, like to have cash flow or something on that sort. You know, then the question thereafter you might ask is like if they say like I am financially or I have. Well, that's I have, you know, but um, would be like, how can I, you know, find a client today or something of that sort? Is that kind well, of the gist of what you, you're saying to do? When you say, how can I do? find, you're presupposing that you, you won't or you uh, don't have it. So um, I would say I would use a question like, how can I create X amount of funds or, or, or money? Or how can I, or what or how, and, and always what and how are always the questions that are the most powerful. If you start with a question of why, it can go into woe is me. Mm-hmm. Um, why is this always happening to me, right? But if mm-hmm. you ask the question of how and what, what can I do today to create X amount of income? Got it. How can I reach, I I love this, Um, how can I reach more people, provide valuable content while having fun and creating X amount of dollars in income? How can I be even more aware of the infinite possibilities surrounding me in my life right now? Those are powerful questions. Very powerful. And now I'm seeing like, and I hope our listeners are seeing that if you apply these, going back and just repeating quickly these three, they were gratitude, then affirmations, I am, and then following up with a powerful question. Mm-hmm. And that can and shift action. the direction you're in in any moment exactly. and how you're feeling. And then you put it into action. Got it. All right. So. I want to move into something real quickly that's like, you know, making these kinds of changes for most people really isn't easy. You know, most people really have a challenge with any kind of change and, you know, be in that resistant state. Um, Is there something you can recommend that would help them overcome those mental and physical barriers that, you know, the resistance? Practice. (laughs) (laughs) I know that seems like a very, very broad statement, but understand that when we are in that state of stress, we didn't get there overnight. And so to move beyond that 
is not going to happen overnight. So it's a constant practice. So it seems like we're talking about being aware and also not being hard on herself and realizing, oh, it takes time. Yeah, set set yourself a goal. I I mentioned earlier, um, you know, give yourself a realistic goal. I mean, if you're only making $20,000 a year and you set a goal to make, you know, a million dollars by the end of the year, that's a bit unrealistic unless you hit the lottery. Um, but set a realistic goal and then put into action all of the steps that you need to do to get there. And so by asking yourself, by, by Im- implementing these three um, simple rules, it makes it more achievable. Because you're not going to get there just by saying it. Right. But when you, what, what happens when you do the gratitude affirmations, the question, is that you start the, the, the way that your brain works, it will start to bring more into your field of what you are looking for. But then it's up to us to take it and implement. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So... I'm, I'm going to really quickly uh, make a little bit of comment insofar as the brain and how that works. So, and it needs to be real short. Little, <laughs> and I will be really quick. There's a little part of your brain called the reticular activating system, the, or RAS. And what the reticular activating system does is it processes the 70 to 90,000 thoughts that fly through our brain every day. And it sorts it out by importance. And how does it do that? By what we constantly repeat. Uh, we're constantly repeating disempowering language, that reticular activating system is going to look for more of that because that's what it feels is important for you. And so that's what you end up seeing. We don't see with our eyes. We see with our brain. All right. We're going to pick up with this and continue after the break and also um, look at some of the not only transformation and benefits and results, but also a gift that our uh, – guest Sonia has for us so stay tuned to Mission to Millions Radio and after the break that's what we'll be learning I am your host Michelle McCuller we're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world and that includes you visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning into the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within. But many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at noon Pacific, 
3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are listening to Mission to Millions with Michelle McCullough. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to radio at michellemcullough.com. Now, back to this week's show. Well, welcome back to Mission to Millions Radio with your host, Michelle McCullough, and our guest, Sonia Trejo, where we're discussing from burnout to breakthrough, simple strategies to create greater work-life balance. Well, Sonia, when we left off at the break, you were talking about, I believe, the reticular acu... Uh, <laughs> now I can't even Activating say Activating system. <laughs> Activating system, yes, the RAS. Um, yes. Can you quickly finish up and share where we left off with that and... Um, yeah, just yes. So where we left off was that I, I was saying that if you are constantly, whatever you would constantly tell yourself is what you create in your life. So when, because that's the reticular activating system will sort out what's important and it sorts out what's important by what you constantly repeat and what you constantly repeat mentally, you, um, you actually do physically as well. So, Change the thoughts that you're giving yourself. That's why the questions are really important. If you're, if you're asking yourself affirmative and empowering questions, your brain is going to start to look for more of that. So that's, that's in it in a nutshell. But that's the science behind it. Not just, you know, that it's a very, very spiritual practice as well, but this is the science behind it. Mm-hmm. So change and, what we think and say to ourselves, and we'll start to see different results in our lives. The quick exactly. and easy way of saying it. <laughs> What's that? I said the short and easy way of saying it. Change what we think and say to ourselves and we'll see different results in our lives. Yes, because, but you have to take action. Right. You know, you can't just sit in, sit in, in a chair all day and close your eyes and say, okay, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and not put into action the steps to create it or to open the avenues for it to manifest. I do that with my clients all the time, especially when I work with folks with autoimmune illnesses and they've lost their ability to walk or mm-hmm. affected them physically. And I will say that when they implement, when they implement all of these things and not just, not just what you say to yourself, but also the nutrition and the physical aspect, um, exercise, get out into nature, all of these things, it changes their lives. I have seen people get from wheelchair to walker to cane. And like you shared a story of a friend 
that was never supposed to walk again. And I, I know a couple of people like that as well, and they've defied the statistics. But they didn't do it because they gave in to the diagnoses. Right. Or to the obvious manifestation, the obvious current physical condition. They didn't give in to that. They believed that they could do it. They believed that they could heal. Your body naturally wants to heal. We have the most innate communication system that can never be replicated by any computer. We have more connections in our system than there are stars in the universe. And every single cell speaks to every single cell. That's how powerful, that's how miraculous we are as beings. Yeah, and as we spoke about earlier about the plasticity of the brain and through those affirmations and other actions that we take, we're always creating new pathways yeah. and new connections. Wow. All right, so, you know, we've been talking a lot um, this morning about stress and burnout and how rampant they are in our world today, and it only seems to be getting worse, you know, with seemingly no solution in sight, although I believe you and I would believe there is a solution and so I'm just curious, like, and so I'm going to ask, how do you feel our world would change if everyone practiced these strategies that you've been sharing with us this morning? I love that question because to me it's obvious. I mean, especially um, in, in the world that we live in today and especially because what we are bombarded with on a daily basis is negative news. Mm-hmm. But if we, as humanity, begin practicing gratitude and start practicing uh, paying it forward and start practicing positivity, start practicing um, love over fear, because love will always trump fear, always. But we have... We have settled into we have settled into believing what comes to us through the channels of of what we hear on the radio every day or what we hear in the news and that is propagating fear so could you imagine if we had a good news station (laughs) oh I would be watching every day instead of avoiding TV (laughs) exactly I my rule my personal rule is I never listen to the news in the morning I commute at 3 a.m. in the morning, 90 miles, and I listen to inspirational stuff on the radio on my entire commute. Oh, I, I get it. I will not listen to the news before I go to sleep because it's no, those are not the last things that I want to remember as I close my eyes for the night. I'll listen to a little tidbit of the news in the middle of the day. But I won't yeah. wake up to it, and I don't listen to it before I go to sleep. And I know people that are constantly on their computer looking at that. And that's going to affect your overall view on society. So can you imagine if we had a good news station? Could you imagine if people started showing more and more acts of kindness? Uh, you just gave me a thought. I think I will start something, a challenge, you know, like of... Yay. Yeah. We'll have to work on that. I'll talk to you later on that one. Um, <laughs> all right, so, I tell you know, people all the time, say something, do something kind for somebody today, whether it's a smile or a hello or assisting somebody 
in, in with their groceries or whatever. Make eye contact with the homeless people. Say good morning. Most of them are becoming visible. Right. I mean, enough of us feel invisible as is, homeless or not. Um. Exactly. But but they but they are because people walk right by them and as if they're not there. Yeah. So you know, it's we are all we are all beings. We are we all share humanity. And it starts one at a time. If every single person listening to this show today, when they get off, when they when they get done with the show, go out and be aware and just pay it forward with a simple act of kindness. And watch what happens. And, and I see it more and more, and I post more of that on my Facebook page. But even standing in line for a coffee or, or for a sandwich, if there's a homeless person outside, I'll go and I'll ask them if they're hungry. Nine times out of ten, they'll say, yes, what would you like to eat? It's only a few dollars out of my pocket. But I just... That was a huge act of kindness, and it's, it's not, I'm just using that as an example. Even if you smile at somebody, we are in such a fast-paced world that people walk by looking down at the ground most of the time. Or their phone. Change that, or on the phone. People don't communicate anymore. Stop. See what happens. Wow. We've, seen, we've all seen on Facebook videos of free hugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I mean, to me, hugs, really good hugs, are like the best drug on the planet, you know? <laughs> yes, it is. It is. But start a movement. I challenge everybody listening to this today. Do something. Show an act of kindness. It doesn't have to be a huge thing. A smile well, I mean, this show is called Mission to Millions, and um, there's yeah. a reason for that. You know, it's about creating change in our world in a positive way and about people exactly. doing something on their own mission. And it can be as simple as what you're saying. You don't have to have a big mission. You can have something small and it could be just like you're going to smile at every person you see today or each day. Yes. I mean, it makes a positive difference in our world. It's, it's, it's small things that lead to bigger things. And, and Michelle, and those small things manifest in your life, they come back to you yeah. in many ways of abundance, not just financially. Those millions, imagine oh, you. Yeah, I mean, the show, I mean, the name has, you know, like two different meanings it could have. But oh, absolutely, in this context, that's what I'm It's really about, it's about shifting people. And creating yeah. a better world. You know, if you make money, great. If you make millions, great. Um, well, anyway, of people. you know, we're, yeah, it's about helping people. And it's about creating a better world. And so we're running short, you know, only a couple minutes left in our time here today. And I've had such a time, you know, good time having you on the show today. I'll have to look at how we could have you back. But yeah. there's a couple follow-up questions I'd like to ask you before we wrap up. And first is, you know, what's your hope that our listeners will walk away with today? I think the two biggest is awareness and action. Hmm. And say just a touch more about the action. Put into action what it is that you wish to create. 
because it's not just the wishing, it's not just the stating, but like I said, the more you you speak into existence, then you need to be aware of it. And once you're aware of it, put it into action. That's where the questions come into effect. When you ask a question, that's an action. That's that's creating action. Right. Oh, yeah, because... So awareness and action, and that goes not just for your workplace, but that goes into your very, your being as, 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 as a human and, and, and living in this body. Mm-hmm. So make that part of your mission to millions. The millions are going to be much more enjoyable financially if you're healthy and able to enjoy it. <laughs> right. And so what's the number one strategy? I know you just said awareness and action are two things you'd like them to walk away with. Is there a number yeah. one strategy that you'd recommend that they apply it's going to immediately make a big difference in their personal and professional lives. And you got maybe 30 seconds to answer that. <laughs> Honestly, if, if, if just the one gratitude. Great. Um, it's really easy. And so how can our listeners. Have. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was like, I was just going to ask you how our listeners can find out more about you and your programs and the things that you have that could really support them in going from burnout to breakthrough. Awesome. Um, I actually have a couple of uh, programs that are titled Burnout to Breakthrough. (laughs) I have a three-month program and I have a six-month program Um, because action and change requires um, commitment. It's not going to happen overnight because you didn't get here overnight. Uh, but I wanted to offer the listeners one, a 90-minute um, coaching assessment session with me. And I... That's the best way they can find out about that. Three got spots like, just for, uh, for the three-month program that I do. Got for like 30 seconds, at 50% off. And it's my website, soniatrejo.com. Easy. Okay, great. And... So you've been listening to Mission to Millions Radio with Michelle McCuller, and I want to thank our guest, Sonia Trejo, for an amazing and enlightening conversation that's sure to inspire you to live a more balanced life. Stay tuned next week for another inspiring show. Thank you for listening to Mission to Millions. Be sure to join Michelle McCuller for another edition of our show next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to see you right here next week.